You're listening to the Stronger Than Before podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Johnston. Let's get into this week's episode. What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Stronger Than Before. I'm so glad you're joining me, and I hope your week is off to a really good start and that you're having a great Monday. So first, I'm going to go ahead and get into a little bit of a weekly update. I am still training for my first half marathon, which is coming up. I've got about two months left to train, and training is going well. Yesterday was our long run day, so me and Quinn ran eight miles, which is the most I've run, I've ever ran up to this point. And so I'm really proud of myself for getting that run done and feeling pretty good. And something about yesterday's run is that we were testing gels, which for anyone who doesn't know, it's like if you're running long distances, you take you know, gels to help make sure you have enough energy to keep running and it can be to keep you hydrated or also just to like give you that little boost that you need. So we actually went to the running store in our area and got a couple different brands to try out over the next couple of weeks. And we tried, um, I think it was called Science and Sport, SIS, and that was the brand that the worker there recommended to us, and it looked pretty good. She said that that brand was a little more liquidy compared to the others, which is something she liked because it goes down well. And I tried a watermelon flavor, and it was also electrolytes, so it was good. I didn't love the flavor, to be honest. I don't know if I'm ever going to love a flavor of gels. I've actually tried one other brand before, which was Stinger, and I don't know which one I prefer. Probably, I, I can't remember the other kind well enough to say for sure, but I can say that my energy levels did go up, and I ended up finishing stronger than I felt like I finished my 10k the week before, so... I definitely felt like the gel made a huge difference and I'm excited to get more used to incorporating it into running. I did get a little bit of a stomach ache after eating it, so I know that's a normal thing to experience when you're trying it out, so I wasn't too surprised about that. I just kept running, I pushed through, um, but the other thing was that my knee started hurting, which was a little bit scary because... I do not want to be injured and I do not want to push myself through an injury. So it's finding this balance between like pushing myself enough, but also not too much. Um, When I start feeling like I might be injured, I have to be really careful and not run like a ton of runs through the injury. So I iced my knee last night and I think that helped a lot. It was a little bit swollen and I don't really know what exactly is wrong with it. So I'm gonna reach out to um, the physical therapist that helped me get through my recovery from surgery and just see if there's anything she recommends doing. But it's a little bit scary. I think it's okay, like it's feeling much better than it did yesterday. But that's just a little reminder that you have to be really cautious if you're ever experiencing an injury and you definitely need to take care of yourself first. Even if it comes down to the race day and I'm injured, like I'm not going to push myself through the injury because like this is a lifestyle and I don't want to, you know, 
push myself through a half marathon on an injury and end up risking like a lifetime's worth of running, if you know what I mean. So I definitely want to be careful with that and take any advice I can from professionals. So I'm just trying to listen to my body right now and make sure everything's okay because I've had a couple of issues with my knee in the past like just with the, the last few long runs. And so I just want to make sure like, I don't know, maybe I need, um, what are those things called? The things you put oh, insoles like for your shoes, or maybe I just need to wear a knee brace for a little while. No idea. I've never really dealt with this before. Um, so we, we shall see and I'll keep you updated. But when it comes to reading, I have not been doing good still. Unfortunately, sad to report that I haven't been reading as much as I need to. I've been reading a little bit like every other night or something and I only get like a chapter done. I don't know if it's just because I'm not as interested in the book I'm reading right now or if it's because I'm super busy, but both of those things are probably true and I just haven't wanted to like end a book. I just have this thought in my head like why I've already read like 150 pages into it, why would I end here? But at the same time, I don't love it. So maybe I should just like get into another book and see if that interests me enough. Cause I know what it's like when I really like a book, I can't put it down and that's just not the case for this book, sadly. So I think that's what I'm gonna have to do is choose another book and, and just get right into it. So maybe I'll, I'll start another book tonight and see how that goes. My classes at my university are good. They're really busy and occasionally I get stressed out because I have a lot of homework and a lot of things to balance and it's just been a lot. Like I don't know about you guys but when all my classes have so many different things to do at the same time, I never know where to start and usually what ends up happening is I end up doing the easier things first to try to get myself into it. But then at the end of the day, I still haven't done the hardest and longest thing that I need to do. So I need to work on that and probably just start with the hard thing, even though that's not my favorite thing to do. Um, but anyway, classes are crazy and I'm still trying to get, you know, good grades for this winter semester. So fingers crossed things go well. I started a new job this week, which is going really well. I love it. I love my coworkers, and I'm really excited to see um, where that takes me. I think I'm going to have lots of good opportunities. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I am studying graphic design, so I am a graphic designer part-time, and I just moved to another graphic design job, and it's been good so far. I am excited to do a lot of design work for the university I'm at. Um, and with that, I think that's everything from this last week, so I'm gonna go ahead and get into this week's episode. All right, so this week's episode is all about learning to care more about how you feel than how you look. Um, I think this is something that is extremely hard to do but very important because in my fitness journey I have been struggling with this from the beginning even up till now although I've definitely gotten better over time and as I have improved on this my fitness journey has also improved and so I feel like this is something that I really want to share with you guys it's something that is kind of scary to talk about because 
it's just not the easiest thing to talk about. There are a lot of things that I feel like I need to, I need to be careful and cautious in the way that I say it, but it's something that can really change everything about your wellness journey. So when it comes to, you know, health and nutrition, it can be really easy to start caring a lot about your physical results, what you see in the mirror. And I think for a lot of people, this is actually why they start working out in the first place, because they're not happy with how they look or the number on the scale, or they feel like they looked so much better previously. Um, And I think this can be a big motivator for a while. Um, I think that there there are a lot of people who see results because of this reason. And I think that in some cases, this can be like an important factor to consider when exercising or changing your wellness journey. However, I think it's not the most important thing. I, I don't think it's the thing that we should be focusing on when we have goals, when it comes to our health and wellness journeys. Um, you know, the negative thing about focusing too much on physical appearance is that sometimes it can lead to an unhealthy relationship with food um, or with exercise or even with yourself. And this is why I'd really like to encourage everyone to try to change their mindset um, about why you are going on this health and wellness journey, why you are making these changes in your life, and hopefully try to convince you that it's more important to care about how you're feeling on the inside rather than how you look. Um, Because when it comes to your progress, um, there are just so many benefits to caring more about the inside and about how you feel. And I will talk more about all these different things in this episode. Um, The first thing is, like, think about it. Have you ever started working out simply for the aesthetic of it? Um, Another way that sometimes I've seen in the fitness industry, people referring to this idea of, like, physique versus performance is also athletics versus aesthetics, just because it's a a fun way to say it, but a lot of people do care about the aesthetics of working out. Um, Have you ever started working out because you want to change how you look? If so, you are not alone, I promise. I think so many people work out because of this reason, and I also am one of them. I have done this a lot, and I still struggle with this from time to time. Um, In the past, I have really wanted a six-pack or more of an hourglass shape. There are certain things that I've wanted that aren't really attainable when it comes to my body type because of like just genetic reasons. Um, But I have grown to accept that. And also over time, I've kind of understood that I have other reasons to be exercising. Um, I can't even tell you how many 10-minute ab challenge videos I've done on YouTube. Um, When I first started running like three years ago, I was definitely way more focused on 
this whole idea that I would lose weight because of running. And I feel like that's a big thing also in the running community that people talk about is a lot of times people start out thinking I'm going to run because I'm going to lose weight. And then the shift happens and they realize there are so many other benefits to running and they don't want to stop because of those benefits. And so whether or not um, you have already experienced that shift, I think what I have to say today will really benefit you. Um, If you can just think about this whole idea of why you are working out um, or why you are going on a wellness journey um, because the metric of feeling good is so much more sustainable than your physical appearance um, because that can just distract you from what really matters in life. So On that note, I do want to dive into your purpose and your why a little bit um, because that's really important. So let's move away from goals that are hyper-focused on your physical appearance Um, because if we're honest about it, what is this really going to help you with in your life when it comes to attaining a more fulfilling lifestyle? Um, personally, I believe that our goals should be deeper and more connected to things that we truly care about. Um, health and wellness isn't something that's going to end after a month or after a year, um, or however long, you know, the fad diets are lasting. Wellness shouldn't be something that's a phase. It should be a lifestyle. Um, at least for me. It's something that I want to do throughout my whole life. I really want to focus on how I can always be improving myself and always becoming stronger, a stronger version. Um, but this lifestyle is so worth it, I promise. And that's because it helps you to feel better. It helps you to grow and to change. And that's something that there isn't going to be a cheat for. People oftentimes... Uh, look for cheats because that's something that sounds good to them Uh, like a cheat day from a diet or a cheat to losing weight Um, but a lifestyle isn't something that you can cheat it takes hard work and consistency but in the end you're not going to feel guilty about it or think that you cheated your way there you're going to feel proud of yourself because you achieved something Um, That was not easy, and that was worth it. Um, So I do want to talk about your why, but also more than just your why. Um, There's two pieces to this, and that's what's your goal? Um, So what's your purpose? And then what is your why for that purpose? Um, So I think of it as a purpose and then a reason. And combined, those two kind of make a mission for yourself. And I know that sounds a little bit cheesy, but I'll, ta- I'll walk you through my purpose, my reason, and then my mission when it comes to me seeking after this new lifestyle. So my purpose is that I'm constantly looking for ways to improve and become a stronger version of myself. I am not going to take my life for granted, and I want to challenge my body to find out what it is capable of. 
And then my reason is I want to inspire others and myself to understand how amazing life can be if you push yourself. I want to help others believe that they can get through the hard times and also enjoy the process. And then the mission is just simply combining those two. So I say, I'm constantly looking for ways to improve and to become a stronger version of myself. I'm not going to take my life for granted, and I want to challenge my body to find out what it is capable of, because I want to inspire others and myself to understand how amazing life can be if you push yourself. I want to help others believe that they can not only get through the hard times, but enjoy the process as well. So when you understand what your purpose, your reason, and then your mission is, so that helps you to really internalize why you're doing this and it gives you the motivation that will help to push you through the hard times. I know this seems a little bit cheesy but this really is something that I'm passionate about and I have seen it work in my life because I've taken the time to write down my purpose and my why I'm able to see the results of of that mission Uh, And I'm seeing it come about because as I am passionate about these things, um, and I truly believe that I am, it's becoming an even bigger part of my life. And so I would really encourage you to take the time and figure out what your purpose is and why you have certain goals in your life um, so that you can be more passionate about them. Um, learn to really embrace them as a part of who you are and use them to help you grow and challenge yourself and it will really change everything. This is the reason why I'm able to keep myself going to the gym, keep myself in check when it comes to eating nutritious foods but also foods that are yummy and that I enjoy. Um, It keeps me running And it also keeps me taking rest days when I need to. It keeps everything in balance, and I think that's the most important thing. And it's kind of something everything, everyone's always seeking after balance or trying to find the answer to this question, like, how can I do this? Like, life always gets hard and I always end up quitting. How do I push past that? And the secret, I honestly believe the secret to changing this lifestyle um, is understanding yourself better. When you know who you are and what you want, you'll be able to push through the hard times. Okay, the next kind of part of this episode is going to be how to stop caring so much about appearances, because I feel like this is a big obstacle in the way to getting past it. Uh, So I just thought about the different things in my life that have helped me to kind of stop caring so much about what I look like. And number one on the list is simply to stop looking at yourself so much. And this has been hard for me because I, in the past, even now, like I I still struggle with this and I've cared a lot about what I look like on the outside. I find myself sometimes looking for like reflections on Like even when I was running yesterday, I noticed a reflective building and I thought, oh, I should see if I look okay, like if this angle is bad or something. But why? Like that's not going to change anything. If I look bad, all it's going to change is that I'm going to feel negative about myself. Um, So yeah, I've definitely gotten in the habit in the past of always looking for the next mirror just to check on my outside physical appearance. 
Um, but if you can peel yourself away from your appearance, it's going to be so much easier to focus on everything else around you. And by the way, there is so much around you to enjoy if you can learn to forget about yourself. If you can forget what you look like, especially like on a day when you're not feeling confident, just completely forget about yourself and focus on outside. Focus on the people in your life who need you. Focus on tasks that need to be done. Um, Focus on inside, on how you're feeling. What can you do right now to help you really feel the best inside? And I think something to think about is if you could even just care a fraction as much as you do about your physical appearance, um, about your inside health, about your mental health, about all those different things that tend to be pushed to the side, I feel like there would be such a big change. And I have noticed that in myself when I do really put in the effort, and by the way, you really do have to make it intentional, um, it makes a big difference and things are so much better. Okay, the next thing about how to stop caring about appearances is affirmations. And if you haven't done affirmations before, it might sound a little bit crazy, but I have done affirmations and I promise that over time, they make a big difference because the story that you tell yourself is eventually going to be what comes true and what happens in your life. So when you do get ready in the morning, when you see yourself in the mirror, don't spend time criticizing yourself, but instead tell yourself your purpose and your why out loud. The purpose and your why that I I talked about earlier, this can be something that you memorize and that you really internalize so that you can center yourself and really prepare yourself for what matters most. You can also use affirmations to help you truly believe that you are beautiful because you are and not because of what's on the outside, but because of who you are on the inside. Um, there's a, a mindset affirmations organization called Mind Tools, and they said uh, when you repeat affirmations often and believe in them, you can start to make positive changes. So I would really encourage you that if appearances is something that you struggle with, maybe do a little Google search or get an affirmations app that helps you and just say those affirmations out loud to yourself five times, ten times. Uh, and it will make a difference and you will start to believe them. Um, But it's a choice because you get to choose what you believe in. And so if you choose to believe the story that you're telling yourself, it will become true for you. Okay, number three is to set goals and then achieve them. Because when you're accomplishing a goal or working towards something that's hard, it's giving yourself something else to be proud of yourself for. Um, So just giving that opportunity for yourself to have something other than your appearance um, be something that you care about. So if you say, I'm going to try to drink this much water, or if you want to try something really hard, I'm going to train for a half marathon. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, There are different kinds of goals, some that take a long time and some that are just daily goals. Uh, But when you are constantly looking for challenges for yourself and then accomplishing them, you will start to feel better about yourself and you'll start to work on that self-love and the self-respect that you need. And it can start with something super simple and super small, and that will lead to bigger things. Um, 
And so, yeah, I think that's a really important way to help you just care more about yourself and recognize the strength and the power that you have. The next thing that I want to talk about is what it really means to feel good. Because what I talked about earlier is the importance of shifting from looking good or worrying about looking good to worrying about feeling good. So what does this mean? Well, surely you know what it feels like when you eat a bunch of junk food or when you're behind on your schoolwork or when you've been laying around all day and you haven't gotten anything done. All of these are examples of not feeling good and I'm guessing you can imagine right now what that feels like for you and I'm guessing that's not the best. Um, For me, I don't like what it feels like for any of these things. And when I say that your goal should be to feel good, I essentially mean you should be feeling the opposite of these. Knowing what it's like to not feel good is a good thing because then you can use that as a comparison for yourself. If you know what it's like to be really hungry because in the past you have had maybe a restrictive diet, um, well then you're gonna know what it's like when you're fully satisfied and you've eaten what your body needs. You also probably know what it's like to be overly full, like maybe on Thanksgiving. And you can use this as a little metric for yourself to think, okay, I know what it's like when I am have not eaten as much as my body needs, and I know what it's like when I've eaten a little bit more than I'm used to. And then you can use that to kind of guide to see where you want to be feeling. Um, so rather than using a scale like a physical scale to see how much you weigh. Or rather than looking in the mirror and saying, oh, my my tummy area looks bigger than it normally does. Instead, you can be focusing on how you feel as the metric. So how can you do this? I like to do this by doing self-reflection at night. And I, re- I recommend um, sitting down with a journal and thinking about what you did that day and how you felt that day and trying to put this puzzle together of what caused what maybe. So I would recommend doing different categories like sleep, nutrition, exercise, social life, spirituality, all the different parts of your life and just thinking about what you did to help that category. Did you exercise today? Are you feeling tired? If so, how much sleep did you get? Did you get too much sleep or too little? Um, All these different things, you ask yourself these questions and you think about what you can do to improve. And after you've reflected without judgment on yourself, then you take another three to five minutes and make a plan for the next day. What are you going to do to change or improve so that you're going to feel that much better tomorrow? And so this little five to 10 minute reflection is going to be a great way for you to really think about how you're feeling on the inside and making sure that you're recognizing the changes and the different things that really are going to be a benefit to you. Okay, the last thing that I wanna talk about is simply don't judge others, just love and With all of the things that I've said today, I just want to put it out there that I am not judging anyone um, who might be on a different step of their fitness journey because we are all in different places. Everybody is different. Everyone has 
had different life experiences that have led them to where they are today. And I especially understand this because I have experienced a lot of unique things that I don't think anyone else has. Um, And so it's just really important to keep in mind that everyone is different and everyone is going through something hard. And the best thing we can do is just to show others love and support and also to show ourselves love and support because we're going through hard things too. And we should be keeping in mind that like, if we're willing to give this love and support to others, we should be giving ourselves that same kind of grace. Um, long story short, I promise, I do not judge anyone for having different perspectives on things than me or not even agreeing with everything I'm saying on these podcasts because we all have different things and it's it's really important just to hear different ideas and perspectives and it's how we learn and how we grow and we're all different and that is a good thing um so with that said i hope you guys have a great week and that you're able to find ways to become even stronger than before um try this week to think about how you can focus more on your performance and what you can do and how you feel rather than how you look um, and rather than focusing on the numbers that we so often use to dictate our lives. Um, Thanks for listening today, guys, and I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Stronger Than Before podcast. I hope that this episode meant something to you. Please consider leaving a review or sharing this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Last but not least, you are so much stronger than you know, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you next time.